0: The kids are asleep, adult beverages did pour. Gather round, dear listener, for what new dads have in store. A show to review the gaming year that was had, the good games played by kids, and just a few played by dad. As we march forth together, by plane, train, or rover, know that becoming a dad does not mean game over. Okay, (laughs) okay, hold on here. Hold on. For those listening, Trevor
1: did not tell me that he was going to come up with his awesome holiday... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like storybook now i feel like it needs illustrations to go along
0: with it this is amazing were, that was awesome the best part was like you were you were messaging like can we get started yet i'm like not yet okay wow and i'll say like rhyming over is not easy I, it's true good
1: job i congratulate you like that's it wrap up the show that it's over
0: that is the entire podcast just one minute everybody welcome to new dad gaming a show about fatherhood gaming and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives my name is trevor and i have an eight-year-old and a six-year-old
1: and i'm jeff a uh, festive jeff i have a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old
0: so this is one of two special holiday episodes we're doing the new dads are taking a holiday break so we'll be gone but we did want to get a few episodes in the hopper to take along with you through this holiday season and we will start things coming from a place of gratefulness for those who had been with us. All the dads who have been out there, re- interacted with us on Twitch and Twitter and Instagram, everywhere else. Thank you so much. It, it, mean, it means absolutely the world to both of us. We cannot express enough what it means to us to, for you guys to be along with the journey. For anybody just joining with us, welcome. This is a phenomenal space for fatherhood. Fathers looking to participate with their kids in gaming. Healthy, fun, positive type space consider a subscription or a review on any of the podcast networks where you might find us. So, with that we get kicked off and this first episode, one of two special holiday episode is the year that was. We look back at the past year and from a gaming dad perspective, how did it all look? And Jeff, like, want you kick us off. And in some ways, two ways we could talk about this first would be for your kids. What was some of the themes? Of this year in gaming
1: yeah so absolutely the, the kids this year were all over the place in terms of gaming <laughs> um it was no surprise that you know roblox still held the top tier of their 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 top 10 list but uh i will say that we got into a lot of old school first person shooters i think nice. my kids were at that age that they could handle it and it was fun <laughs> and it was something that it was like hey okay let's get into it a little bit mm-hmm. so i think with them they had a blast playing with good old dad, some old some old Quake games, Quake One That's and amazing. Two, and even Goldeneye, when Goldeneye launched on uh, Nintendo 64 uh, online. We had mm-hmm. a blast playing that. They had a lot of fun making fun of it. I mean, saying <laughs> these are the graphics dad played with when <laughs> when he was a child. It's like, oh you poor, you poor dad. Is this what you suffered through when you were young? exactly and not like the no mouse look or anything like they had to press the buttons to yeah it was it was a lot but it was fun i think they enjoyed it they keep coming back to especially the quake games Mm. so it's something that we had uh blast playing it was a little bit more mature than what they're used Mm. to so it was it it was fun i think it was a good time but what about your kids where where are they at where were they at in 2023
0: (laughs) roblox this this year roblox was the story of roblox it's the first time we allowed them into it and it just completely took over the household there was no looking back it was the be all the end all and how it spurred out was kind of fascinating so the games itself um they would start to do some funny things where in planning the weekend because i mean one of the other themes was a removal of a lot of games in so much of the we had attempted it's like, okay, let's we'll let you maybe have a bit of you had a hard day at school, and then you went to aftercare and you're running around, then you had swimming. So tell you what, go ahead and have a couple a bit of games. That'll be fun. But it ultimately did not end well. Like their grades kind of suffered, attitudes were a little bit off. So that's something we actually pulled back. And it's like, no, no, games are a weekend only thing now. Like we right. tried it, didn't pan out, away we go. And <laughs> with with Roblox, that just became like the weekend became this entire event. Every week was about the weekend to the point where they're like writing out lists of like, okay, here's the Roblox games we're going to do. Oh, wow. Like first, right? And then maybe just a little bit of Minecraft and then we'll switch to like another Roblox game. So, to, so that was just fascinating. There, there was some dips into somewhat more complicated games. So there was a uh, few RPGs that my son had started to play with, um, like Lost Two Souls or something to that effect. There nice. was... Um, Oh, there's that really great Greek game from Ubisoft. Phoenix.
1: Oh, right, right. Where you're like the Greek gods or whatever. Phoenix Rising. Phoenix Rising. Very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, So that was fascinating to see. That's a very, that's a game that I found mechanically dense and enjoyable myself. And then my son was just ripping through it to a surprising degree. So like he was accomplishing everything. So I found that to be, notable it's like whoa this is this is a very big step up this is not just a simple jump jump get to the end like this is right. a very much a puzzle solving deep mechanic difficulty curve game like a true game in that sense so I, I think really this yeah this year for our in our household was the story of roblox and then some more complexity had started to enter in setting us up for the next year
1: nice yeah that's a good that's a good cap on the year
0: I think so. Now, my favorite, though, with you, you, if I can cue up your story, was certainly the first midnight launch with your kids.
1: Yeah, yeah. So this was just one of the highlights of 2023. I took my kids to the Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, midnight launch, and it was quite an experience. I think if everybody goes back and listens to the show, there were some ups and downs mm. to it, but um, uh, like I was telling in the pre-show, we were talking a little bit about it and we had to get teacher gifts tonight because it's you know year end and stuff and we rolled into the same plaza and my 13 year old is like you know it was really awesome this year just totally unprompted going to that midnight launch right so that made me feel really good like it was obviously a good highlight we had you know brought the laptop with a bunch of movies on it we just hung out ate candy in the car all the way up to midnight in our pajamas right and then lined up Got the game, but then like went home to bed because it was 1 a.m. That was kind of the down part of like oh. not not so much organized. And then we didn't even get to play it, right? Dad yeah. got to play it because <laughs> Dad needed to
0: experience like <laughs> something. Uh, we I mean,
1: got something out of this, right?
0: You got to you got to test the waters first. Yeah. You got to make sure it's okay for the kids. You got to stay up a little bit.
1: That's okay. Exactly. But they yeah they had a blast. They wanted to do it again they might even look at what other midnight launches are happening hopefully they still mm. do them right a lot of that is kind of a little bit rare now with yeah. the digital age kind of coming of into full force so that would be a good one to you know look at for this coming year see what we can do there no absolutely
0: uh, i'd love that as they get older and it's good cuz you're kind of a bellwether for myself where i get to see the ups yeah. and downs of your experiences hey i tried this That's with right. my slightly older kids it didn't work out I get to just check a box. <laughs> like, okay, that's not a good thing. Yeah. But to see you have those experiences as they, your kids become more of age where it's like, okay, you're older. Now you can handle this. Like, yeah. Now be it like, I'm, I'm curious if it, maybe they will do. I think you had a bit in the competitive Minecraft scene. Like maybe if they did get into like a tur- gaming tournament somewhere, like you could just start to, as yours enter into these older ages where they're able to take on more responsibility and, um, just need more complexity with the games. I think your world opens up a heck of a lot, unless I'm mistaken.
1: Yeah, no, it can expand pretty quickly depending on, mm. you know, again, my 13-year-old was really, really big into some, I guess, Minecraft Skyblock or whatever he called it. But it was something that he was legitimately looking at competitions. And mm. it was one of those things where like, whoa, are we at that point? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I I I'm not sure uh where we are with that, but um, I could definitely see it happening, especially with again, they're going into high school, they got a pretty tight friends group, and who knows, maybe mm. maybe high schools now do esports. I have no idea.
0: We'll wow. find out next year. <laughs> do you think do you think they'd set up esports like as a team so they'd put together an Overwatch team or a Minecraft team competitively like together? Or do you think they'd do go solo? I think they would do it together just because of the
1: The way they play, all I hear is them, Mm. you know, coordinating and laughing together and stuff. And I think if they took themselves out of that, it's a little Mm. bit less fun. I think if you're in there with your friends and a team and, you know, the highs and lows again, I think that's something that they would kind of chase with the Mm. next game. So, you know, again, we're looking to high school and seeing what else is out there. And again, more complex games and where they can Google around themselves on, Mm. hey, what else is going on with this game? So we'll see. Maybe I'll see you out there at a competition,
0: Trevor. I don't know. Maybe I'll be live from the it'll, from the ground. It'll it'll ruin this podcast because it'll, it'll be my kids' team versus your team. <laughs> and just like we'll be sniping <laughs> each other. Like everything just goes to pot. That's right. Right. Now I'll put this is a bit on the spot. So I'll talk about mine first because I have it queued up. But I'm thinking about what game had the most impact, and that's in a sense like what 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 do you have? Look back on the year and have like the fondest memory. As far as gaming with your kid this year. Now, for myself, I, I worry it's a little bit of recency bias, just given like that was somewhat more recent, but Super Mario Wonder. Oh. Uh, because it, the reason it is because it was the three of us. Now, often because of the age split, um, you know, eight and six, it's not, in some ways, it's not far apart, but in other ways, it's pretty far apart as far as the maturity. And we just did not seem to all sync up for one game all the time together. Honorable mention to Rubber Bandits, which still yes, we had a, had a phenomenal that. time. Oh, man, we had so much fun with that. Boomerang Foo, which yep. is always such a huge hit. It remains a huge hit in our house. But Super Mario Wonder, the amount of time they wanted to play it, they wanted to beat it. And consistently, it's like, let's all come on. Everybody come together. Let's play. And then, you know, like the hippos would come in and you hit one of the mushrooms. The next thing you know, the entire thing blows up and there's like a train of bison flying through yeah yeah. they're on the ground laughing so between the fact that it brought us all together consistently and they kept trying to drag us in they beat it like we we all beat it together and just that uproarious laughter by far as far as like the game that was the highlight as a family like that one for sure on our side reigns supreme did you have one on your end that kind of um shines amongst the others
1: yeah again i will say right off the top it will be zelda and it's not (laughs) just because like oh it's popular whatever Mm. it was the amount that was in the game that my kids could experiment with Mm. and have a blast with so again you can attach any weapon to anything and like The environment was all moldable and you could build all these structures within Zelda, which was really cool to them. Mm -hmm. And then they would show each other and me, you know, look what I built or look what I got for you. Or, hey, dad, try out that stuff. Right. And they were very much involved. Mm -hmm. Whereas the other games where they they'd sit and watch me play or we'd watch somebody else play. But with this one, they took an active part in it. I'm like, hey, let's see if you can do that. right? (laughs) Let's see if you can like mount your shield with a, you know, a spiked barrel and then surf down. A rope like it was just one of those things that was crazy and they there's loved no it. there's no way there's no yeah. way oh my god he's doing yeah, it, it. <laughs> nintendo you're crazy um so we had a blast with that one i think that one sticks in my mind and then very close runner-up would be boomerang food because we mm-hmm. always come back to it it's always yeah. our party game when they bring friends over they want like me to go in as a an added fourth mm-hmm. to see how this uh game works out and it's just something that's so much fun and it's just harmless pick up and play stuff. So Perfect.
0: yeah, no, that's those like, two for sure. We'll have to check again next year because <laughs> Yeah. If this remains if Boomerang Fu continues to be just like it's gonna have to we'll have to talk to them about a new dead gaming tie in because we just continually bring it up, but it is just that good. I think so too. You know, it's some DLC there. You know, yeah. we
1: could definitely have something. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, our faces as fruit or something like that. <laughs> It'd be the 10% beer that you're drinking. I don't know. Oh my goodness. This <laughs> is, I'm, I'm powering through this. Like episode's going to get sloppy if we're not careful. Now, <laughs> moving on to you yourself. So the, when you think back, it, it's one of the most fascinating things. It's the reason that we created this podcast is that what to, as somebody who enjoys personal time to play video games, like that's your, one of your hobbies And it gets taken away in a sense, because now you have responsibilities as a parent. It's fascinating to reflect back on years that were, and, you know, we can think back to when we had our infants, we had tiny kids next to no games because it's, it's a busy time. There's very little sleep, lots of stress, and then it slowly creeps up and it just happened that our kids tend to enjoy games. So it's now something we share, but now looking back at this year, like, how would you have reflect upon your own gaming dad year in review? I think this is
1: one of my better years for gaming just because there's the hope, amount, there's hope yeah, it all gets better. The amount of options again, like I talked about with my kids, we could play the games that I kind of wanted to play or I experienced, so that they were involved more with the games themselves, as well as my own gaming sessions that were brought on by the Steam Deck that mm-hmm. I had so much playtime with and just allowed me to game whenever i could because mm. like you said there's responsibilities and life get in the way like again even just tonight recording this episode yeah. my <laughs> son had to pick out high school courses so it's just like <laughs> life creeps up yeah um and kids are kind of variables in that but those tools are out there and i think a lot of the stuff like streaming games and stuff will help mm. us through so yeah it's definitely on the up i think there you up go. Swing for me so <laughs> yeah. but what are we,
0: what about yourself let's see yeah that was a yeah <laughs> <laughs> we laughed we laughed a whole bunch because we looked at my gaming numbers and it was just so abysmal i think it was pretty low it was kind of sad the one thing one thing i'd forgotten though was the i did play a what i feel to be a very uh, enjoyable amount of diablo 4 oh right which would not have been captured on any of those kind of stats so yeah, for myself, I think it was like bombastic starts and then like weak petering outs of mm-hmm. each. And what I mean by that, remember, dear listeners, when I was playing Elden Ring for a hot minute, <laughs> for like right. a for like a month, <laughs> for a month, and that was it. Yes, and it was it was awesome. And I don't re- it's the best part. I, the, what I'm happy about is I don't have any regrets. It's like oh, I shouldn't have bought that or I shouldn't spent that time because there was no great successes where I really had this like I defeated this game like I wanted to and this was good. Yeah. Because, for instance, Elden Ring, nowhere close. But the time in it was just... I'd, I still look back so fondly. And in fact, I, because I set up a, a new streaming setup, which I'll kind of talk about in a second, I'm hoping to get kind of back into it. Right. So okay. you'll recall it was Elden Ring, huge. This was fantastic and great. And unfortunately, it kind of petered out. There was Starfield. Right. right. Spent a, yes. gr- a good amount of time in Starfield. And again, positive, happy. I'm like, that was had a great time. Nowhere close to beating, him, but just didn't really step back into it (laughs) yeah yeah and then we had diablo 4 i thought okay maybe this would be something i can do and i can like do the seasons and i even i tried the first season and then i petered out (laughs) so elden ring and starfield and diablo 4 those spikes and valleys yeah yeah i was in the mix for those ones and especially what's interesting with starfield and um diablo four is like those are like recent titles they kind of participated and that's usually one of those things that go by the wayside for gaming dads because the new hotness comes out and you're not going to really have time for it. So you don't know if you want to jump in at all. Um, And then, and then lastly, I think with the Marvel snap, that was like, that was the, (laughs) that was the game of the year for me in some ways, because it just, it fits so perfectly with my card battler style, super dad friendly. And then finding whatever tiny little community that we have on Twitch like a couple of folks that come and join me. I, I find great joy in streaming it on Twitch, even if it's not necessarily to uh, much of an audience. Mm-hmm. And it's fantastic. So, you know, it was a great way to end the year on that particular one. So for myself, there's a lot of bombastic starts petering out, um, a couple of good discoveries. And <laughs> also, to be fair, a pretty bad year for gaming. Did not game <laughs> a whole heck of a lot. But I feel <laughs> encouraged for upcoming years.
1: Yeah, no, that, I think that's a good way to look at it. And with Marvel Snap, it took you a bit to get there too, right? You had a trial and error period. Oh, yeah. You're a bunch a of time. other games, right? <laughs> but you found it. You found mm-hmm. that gem, the hidden... Well, it wasn't really hidden. It was very popular. <laughs> a little, but... little
0: indie title called Marvel <laughs> Snap, you know? A little, little, little tiny company named Marvel that might just make it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I can share some of that where, you, you know, you have the boom highs and kind of peers out because um, I've mentioned on this show, like, Fallout 4, I'll go into mm-hmm. an old style game be overwhelmed with doing everything and then kind of like okay this is kind of like work now and i don't want to be in this world anymore <laughs> like i'm reading every note and going through every yeah. like drawer in the post-apocalyptic world i'm like okay i can't do this because <laughs> i'm never gonna finish yeah
0: it uh it is a roller coaster i think a lot of gaming dads would be able to relate to but yeah, I if anything else what's been curious and this will play more into the next episode where we're going to talk about the gaming future And that's largely because by the end of the year, everything I was doing was very much setting up. Looking back at the year I had, it's like, all right, how can I make games more available? Like how can I I kind of have just blanket games around the house in a way so that I can really access it? And where I find myself now is that I've set up a Steam Link on all my devices. Like I got on Black Friday, I got a bunch of new routers to try to like increase like the bandwidth. Uh, set, i have the backbone i'm going to use a lot more for the new year in playing um, game streaming with the xbox right and so just trying to find like all right where's and, and with something like marvel snap it's on tablet it's like quickly mo- it's like it's a quick game you can like dip into yeah here and there without big commitment so i think if anything like the end of the year was all right let's set up the future that's like let's, right let's, yeah this, yeah. this so last year was a disappointment way. let's make sure the next is better
1: <laughs> i'm gonna learn from my
0: my mistakes and you know, make one. a better plan exactly <laughs> Yeah. All right. Hey, gaming dads, I'll do it for this one. I just said we wanted to reach out. We wanted to have kind of a quick little episode here. And once again, we'll we'll swing back around and say thank you to all the listeners who have been with us and all the subscribers. Jeff and I cannot thank you enough. Uh, you know, we've been doing this here for seven coming on eight years. Passion Project is absolutely adore it. And now to have some folks that we speak with, like messages back and forth, like the numbers going, means the absolute world to us. This is just so much fun. And one of the funnest parts is hearing back and forth. So if you want to reach out, do you have your own stories about the year in review? We'd love to be able to share some of the stories, uh, a particular game that was just gangbusters in your house. Uh, your year, What what how would you summarize your gaming year? We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to feature your story. So at New Dad Gaming on all the socials. So Twitter, uh, threads, Instagram, at New Dad Gaming podcast on Twitch. And otherwise, if you want to re- reach us at our website, newdadgaming.com. Absolutely would love to hear from you. Any any words there, Jeff, and thanks what, and gratitude and looking back?
1: Yeah, I'll piggyback and just say it was a fantastic year uh, for myself and, and you just doing the podcast and hearing from a lot of people. We've got a lot of listeners now that are uh, interacting with us, which is great, and hearing those stories and taking mm-hmm. those back. And it, it does make you feel a little bit more a part of a group, right, like part of a community. And so it's it's good to see that and good to hear from other people that may be further ahead of me. So I'm not just an example for Trevor all the time. Yeah. So anybody that wants to, you know, has older kids or something that I am open for any advice and any stories. So, yes, please reach out. And again, thanks to all listeners so far and in the future.
0: There we are. Hey, everybody. So if you like the podcast, you can find us on all the major podcasts and networks. You can look for iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Castor. Uh, anywhere we you get your podcast. Just search for New Dad Gaming. We, as mentioned, really appreciate a subscription, a comment, and especially a rating on the show. Helps us cast out to as many gaming dads as possible. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. My name is Trevor, and I have an 8-year-old and a 6-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old. Cheers to the year that was, and stay tuned for our holiday episode discussing the year that will be. Remember, just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over.